To spear a fish, you need to find the right spear. To spear a self-absorbed associate at Oglethorpe and Hudson, all you need is a Callaway driver. At least, that was the plan. When those lawyers weren't messing with me at the coffee shop, they were always talking about their favorite game, golf. So I got to work. I created a fake charity golf tournament called the Statue of Liberty Classic. I registered the domain, made an amazing website, and I sent emails with a PDF registration form. I promised entry into a drawing for a Callaway driver to entice these lawyers to part with their money. But really, all I needed to do was get one of these jerks to download my booby-trapped PDF. Once they did, it would exploit an old Acrobat reader vulnerability that would install my Trojan dropper. In other words, my spear. Soon, my Trojan dropper would call home and tell me everything I needed to start crawling through their servers. I just had to wait in front of my admin console to watch it all happen. Who said that computer science minor never paid off? But two weeks into my project, nobody had downloaded my PDF. Hell, no one had even clicked on my emails. You'd think the promise of a new golf club would be enough, but something wasn't working. I was getting blocked by their spam filter or... Even worse, they were simply deleting my messages. What if all my work was for nothing? What if I'd been wrong about their love of golf? What if they were more into squash instead, or tennis? The clock was ticking. I was already $2,600 deep. The two ransomware subscriptions, my rent, and I still had my student debt. I only had $1,600 left from my brother's loan. I had to get this done fast. But first... I had to go on that stupid job interview my brother had set up for me and deal with a best friend who wouldn't stop calling me, who I'd been avoiding for two weeks. What's up? You called twice, back to back. Oh, Alice, hey. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought you would pick up if you thought it was an emergency. Oh, my God. Where have you been? I haven't talked to you in, like, two weeks. Really? Whoa, like two? Yeah, I guess it has been that long. I don't know. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been off the grid. I just, I just, I have this new freelance project, and it's been really hectic, and I just... Yeah, you know, obviously work is important. I I get it. I mean, the coffee shop hasn't been the same since you left, Hmm. but... But I miss my friend, no. you know? My girlfriend is driving me crazy. Beth, the rug tassels are crooked. Beth, the slippers go on when the <laughs> shoes come off. Who even wears slippers? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go somewhere and get messy. Ugh, you and me both. But I got, I can't. I'm, I'm like just a little too busy right now. I'm sorry. When is this mysterious project going to be over? I don't know. It's kind of ongoing. But it's really good money. Alice. Listen, I promise I'll go out with you the next time you ask, okay? I pinky promise. Pinky promise. Okay, I know we're on the phone, but you better be holding out your pinky. Okay, I'm holding right now. Me too. Now I want to hear you kiss your thumb. Mm, like this. <laughs> Wait, you gotta kiss your pinky, right? Ugh, Alice! <laughs> <laughs> 
Fine, fine. I'm kissing my thumb. Okay. Look, you can mock me all you want, but you can't go back on your word. A promise is a promise. Hey, I'm an honest person, Beth. But the truth is right now, I gotta run, okay? I got an interview for my next gig. Okay, okay, but I'll see you soon. Yes, definitely. Pinky promise. Hi, uh, Alice? It's so amped to have you here at Allseed. Uh, I'm Duncan, head of our app division. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you. Your brother has been bragging about you nonstop. I love your sneakers, by the way. Well, thanks. Yeah, I'm super pumped to be here, too. Now, I understand this is a bit of a career shift for you. Now, it says here you've got some coding experience on your resume, a minor in computer science. Have you, have you been doing any coding work since college? Yeah, I actually just wrapped up a project with a refrigerator technology company. <sighs> Love that. And that's the kind of thing we're looking for. This is a, an associate project management role, so it would be great to have someone who knows both the web development side and the marketing side. We serve our clients on app creation, launch, and growth. Uh, do you have any marketing experience you can tell me about? Uh, well, actually, that describes something I'm working on right now. Um, it's a marketing campaign for a charity. Um, I'm under an NDA, so you know I can't share too much, but it's for a charity fighting income inequality. I'm creating the entire campaign from scratch, outbound strategy, digital assets, you know, the works. Uh, what, what kind of assets are we talking about? Apps, NFTs? Um, it's actually a more straightforward funnel. The client is kicking things off with a charity golf tournament. And I'm creating promotional materials and, you know, getting people to go to a website, click around and download some forms. But full disclosure, the marketing campaign has had some challenges. Alice, I'm going to stop you right here. Because I know what you're trying to tell me. I, you, you do? That we're aligned. 10% of our business is pro bono with a particular emphasis on income inequality. It's the most important issue in this country. Wow, this is, this is crazy because, you know, I could feel the alignment like right when I walked in the room. Do you mind if we have a jam sesh real quick? <laughs> we're big about collaboration here. Oh, totally. I love, yeah, I love it. Jam sesh. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's just riff. Just tell me about the campaign. Okay, so currently it's an all-digital campaign. Um, we're reaching out directly to decision makers, but we can't get through the spam filters. So, and even if we do, they're not clicking on the assets we've provided. So we're kind of just, you know, floating in neutral right now. What's your social campaign like? Mm, this is mostly an email campaign. Um, I've done some LinkedIn and Facebook outreach, too, but no bites. I'm trying to spear the fish, you know, and it's just not happening. The clock is ticking, and the client has a pretty limited budget. Um, and there are very specific ways the client wants to have things done. So. <laughs> Clients, am I right? <laughs> totally. Um, you know, I'm getting together with my mastermind group tonight. They specialize in game development, but I think I'm going to pick their brains on this. Well, since we're picking brains right now, um, I don't think you should worry too much about the campaign so far. What you're seeing is typical. But have you thought about customizing your content to target specific individuals instead of a group of people? Whoa, no. That has actually never occurred to me. 
Well, maybe targeting decision makers is too broad. So what could you do instead? You find, let's say, five people on LinkedIn. You get to know them, what they're sharing, what they're doing, etc. You do your research. You learn what appeals to them. You learn what they like. And then you tailor your content for them specifically so that they bite. Now, you can't run a large-scale campaign like that, but starting small-scale will give you a lot of data you can use when it is time to scale. And once one person signs up, they forward to a friend, and boom, spreads like wildfire. Yeah, like, that that's brilliant. Just focus on one person. Make the whole campaign about them. <laughs> that's <laughs> the kind of attitude we love here at All Seed. So, uh, I'll tell you what, I've heard all I need to hear. I'm in. I'm going to email you to follow up with next steps, and please share your GitHub. Uh, GitHub, absolutely. (laughs) It's great to meet you, Alice. Uh, My team will be in touch. Thank, thanks, Duncan. I'm, I'm amped. Ryan Mitnick's office. This is Devin. How can I help you? Hi, Devin. It's Alice. Can I have Ryan, please? Ryan is in a meeting right now. Can I take a message? Yeah, can you tell him that the interview he set up for me, just just thank him for me, okay? And tell him that he helped me more than he knows. Hold on. Can you repeat that? Just tell him to call me. Will do. Jeannie, I figured it out. Hey, Abel, you're on speaker. Who's on speaker? Am I on speaker? Is that Falcon? It's Abel 10. You two talk without me? You're gaming without me. Wait, are you two dating? No, No. gross. I'm helping her with a job search. I'm not judging it. You know, I met all my girlfriends online. (laughs) You never had a girlfriend. Just because I've never met them in person doesn't mean I don't know what love is. Ew. Jenny. Oh, I'm dead. Just, Jeannie, save me. Oh on it. Oh, God. Hey, Jeannie, can I talk to you about that course you recommended for me on programming languages? Oh, yeah, sure. Dude, I figured it out. So I just got out of that job interview my brother set me up on, and I was talking to him a little bit about what I'm doing. You told him that you're a hacker? No, I said I worked for a charity that was fighting income inequality and how none of those lawyers are clicking on my emails. And the hiring manager, he's this marketing guy who knows stuff. Okay. So he gave me an idea. He said I should specifically target a few people, that I should, like, follow them on LinkedIn, get to know them, and then I'll have everything I need for my spear. Jeannie, do you think I'm crazy, or could I just literally get to know someone personally and then target them? Why didn't I think of that? It's social engineering. Hackers do it all the time. So I kind of tuned in to that Psych 101 lecture you were giving me before, but would you mind refreshing me, Mr. Armchair Hacker, about what social engineering actually is? Yeah, it's exactly what the hiring manager said. You gather information about your target and use that information against them to get what you want. 
Sometimes hackers pretend to be air conditioning repairmen so they can figure out an access code, or maybe you research someone online so you use what you find online to create a false narrative that gives them the motivation to share information with you. God, that's creepy. The creepy part is that everybody can be fooled. It's just a matter of finesse. I bet I could get somebody to open a resume. That's a great idea. Just a random resume might go to spam. You need to personalize it. They need to know what's coming. Ooh, if I pretended to know someone who was looking for a job? And you made your target think they knew you. Yeah. Oh, and like that hiring manager said, if I study their social media, then I'll know them almost as well as they know themselves. And then you're in. Social engineering. Oh, hold on, let me check and see if there are any open jobs at the firm. Oh, there's an open job in accounting. It might be helpful to have someone close to the money. You never know. Yeah, all I'd have to do is tell someone in accounting my friend is looking for a job. If I make them think they know me, they'll open my email. And once they click that email, you're in. Whoa. I never realized I'd have to get off my computer to pull this off. This is crazy. It's going to take okay. some time to find the right target. <sighs> I know. Okay. Uh, all right, Jeannie. I'll see you on the other side. I have an alter ego to create. It's one thing to be an anonymous hacker, trying every trick in the book to get someone to answer some bogus emails. It's another to meet your target face-to-face. It's like going from being a cook to being a server. A cook can spit in your order, but they never get the satisfaction of watching you eat it. (sighs) At least that's what I thought social engineering would be like. The reality of going offline was a lot more complicated. (laughs) 